0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Get your questions ready. The fantasy forecast with Anita Marks starts right now.
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha. That's right. Welcome in. It is Super Bowl Sunday, people. Super Bowl 58. All day long. All day long. All you're going to do, no matter where you tune in, whether it's here, ESPN, Fox, CBS, wherever you go, it's going to be Super Bowl talk, Super Bowl talk, Super Bowl talk. And rightfully so. You know, and, and we've, got, we've got both Tom and Harvey who are producing the show this morning. Gentlemen, good morning, good morning. Are you feeling it? Are you got a little bit more pep in your step? Are you a little bit more excited? Are you like, you know, this day only comes around once a year.
2: Thank it, God. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm gonna need a little bit more caffeine in my system
3: before I start feeling yeah, this those day full over effects. With, my goodness,
1: really? It's that bad for you, Harvey? It's well, pathetic. So, so, man. Okay, so you know who peed in your cereal the juice
3: today? For, for, this, for this game, I've heard none, if any of it.
1: What do you What do you mean by juice? There's no why, juice to why this are day.
3: You? Have you heard any hype around this day this week? Anything.
1: Well, okay. I I will say this. I will say this. And I've I've said this now for two weeks. This isn't the Super Bowl matchup I was hoping for. I I would have loved to have seen the Ravens and the Lions, right? Lamar Jackson trying to, you know, win his first Super Bowl, making all that money this year. Um, and proving to the world that he's worthy the lions and that franchise and that fan base and that organization, uh, being in purgatory as long as they have. So, I mean, that, that pretty much would have been the matchup that I would have rather have seen today. Um, you know, we've, we've been here, we've done this. Kansas city has already beaten the 49ers just a few years ago. Um, At the end of the day, though, Harvey, I do believe we're going to get a good game. Don't you think we're? I think we're going to get a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I mean,
3: obviously, we're going to get a good game. These are the two best teams in football, and these this will be a pretty good game. What Mm -hmm. I'm saying is that there's been nothing of fun substance leading up to 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 today.
1: (laughs) Fun, fun substance. Anything
3: that you can latch on to. Okay, well, other than the hate on Brock, Brock Purdy. The Chiefs being here again. Will Taylor Swift make it to the game? Mm-hmm. That's all we got.
1: Right, right, right. Um, well, hopefully, I can. Hopefully, I can make it fun for you.
3: Um,
4: no. Yeah, no.
1: yeah. I think I think I can. I, I think I have I have two things in my bag that could make it fun for you, and and we will again. We're with you this hour. It's called Fantasy Forecast. I know not a lot of fantasy to be played, although. Uh, we do have one last DFS lineup uh, that you could put together for today's Super Bowl. And, uh, and so I will share that with you uh, towards the end of this hour. Okay. Um, actually, I might have, th- I'm just, I'm going through. <laughs> so again, I've been talking about this game for three weeks, uh, for two weeks now, right? Uh, like, like the majority of people have. And so I've uncovered some really fun stuff. And so I think I have, I think I have like maybe three fun things that I'll share with you on the show today, Harvey, that might change your mind. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully I, hopefully I can get there. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, so with you for this hour, Fat Jack Professional Handicapper is going to join me. Uh, he did earlier this week, uh, on, um, actually yesterday, Uh, If you missed that show, because I wasn't typically typically on noon to three, had a hockey game. And then I was like kind of like placed right in between the hockey game and uh, the Knicks game. Um, And so we'll break down how is he he's in Vegas. Uh, We'll break down how is he playing the game? What are the prop bets that he likes? And then um, and then I'm going to give you my DFS lineup probably around 745. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And then Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum are going to join us on the program uh, from 8 to 11. And we'll do a very deep dive into this matchup. Uh, We've got Rob Guerrera, who's going to be joining us. He's part of the 49ers broadcast team. And he's going to be joining us at 8.30 this morning. And also we have Darren Smith, who's going to be joining us. And uh, he covers the Kansas City Chiefs. He's part of, I want to say, their radio network as well. So we've got Darren Smith uh, with a Kansas City Chiefs report. We've got Rob Guerrero with a 49ers report. Jordan Renan is going to stop in as well, get an update. The Giants finally found their defensive coordinator. So we'll get an update from Jordan Renan on him. And also, you guys saw you hear the, the comments from Woody Johnson Uh out there in Las Vegas, about Zach Wilson and and Robert Sala and Joe D, everybody put on notice, huh?
2: Yeah, that was something. Um, I mean, he was right about the offense needs to get their stuff together. Um, but yeah, he uh, he took some shots at uh, his staff and uh, his roster from last season, rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, they just need to get their stuff together. That's pretty How much about, it.
1: I mean, him coming out and saying we didn't we didn't have we didn't have a, a, a backup quarterback last year. Well, I, I, we, Woody, we've been saying, we said that even before the season started that you didn't have a backup quarterback. So, um, but yeah, boy, uh, did he put those dudes on notice. So, uh, so we're, we're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll touch base with, um with Rich Samini as well. So we're we'll going to update on both the Giants and the Jets uh, throughout the show. We'll have our picks, our plays, um, I have a plethora. So, so on um, on Friday night, I I couldn't sleep. I was well. I slept and then I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning. You were that
2: uh, that excited about the Super Bowl?
1: No, I just this is what happens This is what happens uh, as as you get a little bit older in life, especially for us women, Tom. Uh, we typically it's it's hard to sleep through the night. So I'm up at like three o'clock in the morning, and I can't. I'm 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 like a very active person, so I have to do something. So um I, I I start putting my list together of all my bets that I'm gonna make for the Super Bowl. I didn't get done with that email until five, five thirty in the morning. And so because I've I've had so many people who are like, Anita, send me your picks for the Super Bowl, send me your plays for the Super Bowl, send them to me. So I put so I put my list together. And it took me about two two and a half hours to do it, and then I sent it out. And it was funny. I, I got, what are you doing up at five five thirty in the morning? Yeah, that, that
2: explains the email I got yesterday morning at like five in the morning. Okay, so now this this oh, is starting to make it. sense. Oh, right. I sent
1: it. That's right. That's right. I sent I sent it to you. You guys have it. I sent I it do. to you guys. Yeah, Harvey, My- you got it. Harvey, you got it as well, right?
3: No. Uh, yes, you did. No, mine got lost in the junk and spam. I think it was.
1: Oh, great great anyway uh, so I put together I put together a list of uh of all the uh of all the bets that I'm gonna be making today and literally the email took me two and a half two two and a half hours just to share with you um uh, how extensive it is but you know at the end of the day kind of like Harvey said like Harvey's ready for this game to be over I, I do believe it's gonna be a good game am I as excited about it as I would have been let's say if again if it was the Detroit Lions uh, against the uh, the 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 Baltimore Ravens probably not um, but again like I said I, I I do believe that it's gonna be a good game where does everything stand right now uh, this line is fluctuating okay uh, if you are so it opened up at, at one jumped up to one and a half um, in some places the 49ers are favored by two in some places the 49ers are favored by one at one and a half. If you are on the 49ers side, which by the way, that's where the sharp money. So it's really, really interesting. And I talked about this. I had Joe is on my show yesterday. Of course, Joe is has his own uh, radio show here on 98.70 ESPN on Saturday mornings. So the public are on the Kansas City Chiefs. 60, excuse me, 60%. No, even more than that. That's, that's the under, sorry. So I want to say like 80, over 80% of the public money is on the Kansas city chiefs to win. Okay. So they're getting Kansas city. So, and if you are on the Kansas city side, then you want to find Kansas city and you're getting two, right. Uh, Kansas city on the money line is even if you just think that they're going to win outright. I do believe Kansas city is the better team. I do believe Kansas city wins. Okay. So if you are on the 49ers side, you want to find them at one and a half, or you can play them on the money line at minus one twenty minus one ten, okay uh, again, sports books vary, some have them at minus two, some have them at minus one and a half okay that's that um what's interesting, and what Joe and I were talking about yesterday is the majority of the public are on Kansas City, but the heavy spenders, the sharp money the the you know the mattress. Store owners who wager the millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars are on, all on the 49ers. So even though the majority of the, the tickets, okay, this is why you see that, the, 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 that stat. So the majority of the tickets are on Kansas city, but like you and me, like how much are you, how much are you, if you're going to bet on the game, how much are you going to bet on the game? Like maybe I'll put a hundred dollars or 150 or 200 or $300, or 350. I won't go more than 500 on a, on a bet. That's, that's, that's above my pay grade. So, but you've got, you know, the sharp, sharp bettors out there that are spending, you know, $50,000, a hundred thousand dollars, Five hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars on the Forty ers So, you know, will 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 the sports books take a bath if Kansas City loses? Not as bad as I think what people think because the amount of money that's being spent on the Forty ers as opposed to the number of tickets that are being wagered on the Kansas City Chiefs. But also, and I was talking to my producer. Cause I'm on this show from seven to 11 this morning, but I'll be on ESPN bet that shows from 11 to noon. I'll be on from 1130 to noon on ESPN two uh, this morning. Shameless plug, not so shameless. And so I was talking to that producer, Eddie Marlette last night, and he was saying where the sports books are going to take a real bath is if, if, is if Travis Kelsey has a big game, no surprise, right? The whole Taylor Swift thing, right guys? So, if it, so where sports books, where Vegas, where they're really going to take a bath is if Travis Kelsey, and hold on, um, I want to call, call up his prop bets just so we can have a fun conversation about it, okay? So receiving props. So Travis Kelsey, over under 69.5 receiving yards. Now keep in mind, against the Baltimore Ravens, he went 11 for 11 for 115 yards and scored a touchdown. So here against the 49ers, uh, 69 and a half. So Travis Kelsey needs 70 receiving yards for that wager to win. Okay. Um, and receptions. Where is he at? Receptions. So receptions for Travis Kelsey over under six and a half. So he needs seven receptions for that wager to hit the over. Again, 11 for 11 against the 49 uh, against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And I'm looking for TD props. Here we go. And for Travis Kelsey to score, for Travis Kelsey to score at any time touchdown, it's minus 110. So what does that mean? For every $110 you put down, you get 100 back. For him to score the first touchdown is 7-1. to one. I would imagine that there's a lot of money on that, wouldn't you? For all those Swifty fans out there. Right? Seven to one that Travis Kelsey scores the first touchdown of the game. And then also you could wager six to one that he scores the last touchdown of the game, but minus 110 anytime touchdown. And so the majority of bets that have been made on the Super Bowl are all about Travis Kelsey, hence the Swifties out there. So if those hit, just keep that in mind as the game progresses. Seven receptions, seventy yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> Vegas is done. Shut down. See ya. <laughs> they're gonna take a bath. They're gonna play. They're gonna. T- Does that surprise you guys at all?
2: No, not one bit.
1: That Swifties are Swifties are active and attractive in gambling for the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, of course they are. Like anybody, anybody who. I I feel like they can get involved in the Super Bowl in any way, shape or form. And obviously through betting, like that's one of the ways to do it. And now with a whole new audience coming on board for the Super Bowl and for the football season and all that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because a handful of them, at the very least, probably want to try out gambling. And if it works for them, great. And then if not, then if it's something fun for them to do and it doesn't
3: hurt them in any way, shape or form, then so be it. Is there a bet that she makes it to Vegas on time or no?
1: Oh, she's already there. Her flight landed around like eight nine o'clock last night
3: okay. from Tokyo. Is there a bet, like a proposal?
1: There is. I have a. T- there there are ninety Taylor Swift bets.
2: Okay, that might be a little too much. I right, can't wait. So there, I are 90,
1: <laughs> there are ninety. There are ninety. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Yes, is ten to one.
3: Oh, I'm hitting Harvey. that. I'm taking that bet. Ten Easy to one. Money. You
1: think so? I think it's. I think it's. I think it would be. I think it's cheese. Right, I don't think he proposed I don't think he proposes. Right
3: there that. on the fifty yard line,
2: right Mm-mm. there. It's pretty good odds though. Not gonna lie, you might want. Cheese. Buy, I would probably throw some money on that.
1: Cheese fifty yard line. Hold on, because you could wait. Um, and here's here's where will Travis Kelsey propose? On vacation, minus two hundred. On the field, non end zone. So what you're saying is on the fifty yard line is oh, four yeah. to one. Right, right
3: on the stage when he gets that MVP trophy, boom. Just pops with the ring. The
1: podium, 5 to 1. The end zone, 6 to 1. The after party, 8 to 1. In the tunnel, 20 to 1. In the locker room, 25 to 1.
3: The after party. Could you imagine? Hmm. He's just destroying champagne bottles and then just boom gets on one knee.
2: Now, what necessarily constitutes the after party? Because now we need to be specific. If there's actually going to be bets about this, yeah. because is it just after the game, like after all the festivities, so, once the so TV this cameras is, turn off? So, does so that this count? is
1: so so this is what happens. Uh, because again, I was blessed. I worked for the Giants for almost seven years. I was part of their broadcast team, and I was blessed that I worked for the Giants when they beat the Patriots in Indianapolis. And so I was there. Uh, I did go to the after party. So what happens is both teams. Have planned an after party. So once the Super Bowl's over and uh, everybody goes back to their hotel, each team has already planned an after party. So that 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 is a thing.
2: So there is um, a designated set place in time yes, where that yes. would necessarily count. Okay, so then yes, that makes sense. Yes.
1: Both teams both teams have already pre planned an after party. That does happen, and and it was interesting. Eli Manning had his own after party, so Eli Manning had so the the Giants had an after party. Katy Perry was there. Um, it was it was fantastic, but Eli Manning had his own separate after party, which I thought was kind of not cool, but uh, you know who am I? Um, all right, so. Also, you know, like I said, we've got 90 Taylor Swift prop bets that we'll dive into. Also, as we know, Usher is part of the halftime show. Well, is the halftime show not part of, but also, didn't he come out yesterday? Isn't Ludacris going to perform with him? And is there any confirmation that Justin is going to perform with him?
3: Are we serious?
1: Yeah, I think that was confirmed yesterday. I think Ludacris is going to is going to perform with him, and I think that there's some talk and speculation that Justin Bieber is going to jump on board and and perform with him. So what I'd like to do, Tom, and I I know I'm just throwing this at you now, but this is why you're such an exceptional producer. Um, Our music bumps in and out or in, uh, if we can make them all Usher songs.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I've, I've already been requested to do that on uh, the show that will be following New York Game Day, the uh, Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show. So Perfect. Everybody, so, so I hope everybody so, out there is an Usher fan because uh, just brace yourself for all the Usher today. Well,
1: so but this is what I would like for you to do as well. When we come in, just, uh, you know, let us know what song that is, because, you know, I, I think at the end of the show, we me and, and Amani and, and Mike, I, I think that we should. Also state what song we think Usher's going to open with because that's something that you could wager on as well. What about what, a
3: karaoke? What, a three-person karaoke?
1: <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants to hear Mike Tannenbaum sing, but Listen, I, don't I, think, know. I
2: I think I think it would be a great way to end New York Game Day for the year. I'm with Harvey for, with this one.
1: <laughs> so if you can tee up I, I like a, a lot of money is on yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know if anybody wants to hear me sing either. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so and in, in when you play those songs, if you could just like let us know exactly what the title of that song is, uh, I'm going to write those down. And, and at the end of the show, uh, we'll, we'll share with you, we'll, we'll let you know what we think, who we think uh, Usher is going to open up with. So we're going to have all your bases covered, no pun intended. Uh, getting you ready for the game, prop bets, Taylor Swift, Usher. And hopefully uh, I, I have three interesting storylines that can make Harvey more interested in this matchup. Uh, Sit tight. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, joins me next right here on 90.7 ESPN.
0: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And...
4: Must be 21
0: plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Welcome back to Fantasy Forecast. I know... No fantasy, but kind of like I'm going to have a DFS lineup for you uh, at the end of the show. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. But getting you ready for the big game, uh, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, he's on with us each and every week, uh, sat down with me earlier this week, wanted to play a few clips from that. My first question to him was party vibes in Vegas. He came to us live from Vegas. Who? What? What other city would be more exciting than hosting a Super Bowl than Las Vegas? He's been there. What has it been like? So you're telling me this one is – this is this is the biggest party you've experienced?
4: That's what I'm hearing from people that have been to multiple Super Bowls. And obviously, I, I go I'm on Kansas City a lot, go on to San Francisco some. And so those people that have been around Radio Row, been around the media monster that is the Super Bowl uh, at the different events, they've had two things to say. Number one, this has been really well run as far as they're equipped – the city's equipped for big crowds, and it hasn't been – it's been pretty seamless from that perspective, and they have just all commented on how much bigger that part of it has been at this Super Bowl than most Super Bowls. And I'll tell you, Anita, it's not a coincidence that the expansion of sports gambling in general has taken off. Of course, FanDuel and DraftKings and Betty have all of those outlets. They all have a presence in on Media Row, and and uh, and that has just expanded things. So, I have a lot more respect for what you guys do. Then, because normally by now, I'm taking a deep breath after a great year. I'm getting a spa, going to the spa, getting a massage, and moving on about my life, getting ready for basketball season after Sunday. But this year has been a lot more work. So I, I appreciate a lot more what you're doing.
1: Oh, that's nice. Uh, again, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, so uh, let's, let's dive right into it, and let's talk about the game. I know we've been talking about it for the last few weeks, but um, but you know now, like you said, so many storylines, so much going on. Are you surprised that the line hasn't moved again? One and a half, two. I uh, you know I, I believe the wrong team's favored here. Are you are, are you surprised that this line hasn't moved much? And also, uh, where where are you hearing the sharp money is at?
4: I'm really not surprised. I mean, here's the thing: you've got a general public is going to hammer Kansas City for sure. The big question was. What's, what are the sharp guys going to do? And what I'm gathering from the people I know, and I have very, very sharp information from people that, that I hear from, and they, they like the total a lot more, which is exactly where I am. Um, I'm on the under, and I've been on the under for uh, – Kansas City, I basically had bought a Tesla with my under money. I mean, I've made a lot of money playing under with them all year. It's been one of the safer bets, not just this late in the season, but most of the year this team doesn't score in the second half, and, and uh, their offense is inept. Um, they have obviously have the names on the back of the jerseys, but they've had, you know, I'm sure you've gone over it. Lots of drops, uh, more interceptions for Mahomes, all those things, and no scoring in the second half. That's led toward easy, easy money on the under. The, the the big bettors, a bunch of big bettors that have come in on San Francisco million dollars out of Michigan a lot of half million dollars here and there but for the most part those are not the sharper players those are just guys with big bankrolls or private equity or they own mattress companies whatever i mean they own but it doesn't make them and you, you got to be real careful following big bets simply because they're betting a lot of money the sharp i, I the sharp players I, to this point have been kind of split um, a lot of – if you're going with San Francisco, it's been a lot of money line stuff. They're laying the 120, 125 because everybody at their core, Anita, realizes that betting against uh, Patrick Mahomes is like betting against Tom Brady. Even if you're right, even if you get this one right and they lose by 10 points or something or they turn the ball over, something happens, You, it's not – it's hazardous to your bankroll to go around betting against Tom Brady back in the day. It's hazardous – a betting against Patrick Mahomes as an underdog 10-1-1 against the spread everybody's talking about the numbers but in at a, at their core we're not talking about just throwing out opinions we're talking about placing in a lot of cases large sums of money which is how we make our money so you're not having a lot of guys just want to cannonball into this pool of give me Brock Purdy give me Shanahan that we don't feel that nobody feels like Shanahan the combination of Shanahan and Purdy are better than Mahomes and Andy Reid nobody I mean, it's, it's what does the rest of the team represent, and whether you're going to get the San Francisco team that you've got through the majority of the year or you're going to get this defense that's been given up lots of rushing yards and playing not, not very well and them having to come back in the second half um, on a regular basis. So which of those San Francisco teams are you going to get? Overall body of work, yes. San Francisco is a better team. Over the last five or six weeks, Kansas City, you're right, should probably be favored.
1: Yeah, listen, I'm with you. Sixty percent I, of the public money is on the over. I'm on the under, I, just because of game script, Jack. I, I mean, we've been ta- again. I've been talking about it now for a week, two weeks. How do you beat Kansas City? You run the football. How do you beat the 49ers? You run the football. I think both teams are going to run the football, eat up time of possession. Um, but you know, and 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 of course, we've been talking about it all season long in regard to the second half for the Kansas City Chiefs in the postseason. Teams are only scoring at a 7% rate in the second half against Kansas City in the regular season, it was 14%. So they've actually gotten better in the postseason. Yeah,
4: so, uh, not, so that's the thing. They're not scoring in the second half. They're not giving up points in the second half. And, and there's a bunch of props you can take advantage of that. More points in the first half than the second half. Kansas City winning the first half, San Francisco winning the second half. So there's lots of things you can do to play off that. A lot of people out there driving around there are Niners fans. will say, well, you know, San Francisco's averaging over 14 points in the second half. Maybe they get it done. But well, I'm with you. You want to look for things that you can't flip the switch and change overnight. And that's what we've been getting. We've been getting team a team that has been winning a bunch of different ways. But, and, and by the way, there's a, there's the PTSD moment for San Francisco if they lose this game for their head coach is Hurdy dropping back getting his arm hit by Chris Jones, throwing the ball straight up in the air. They get a pick six going the other way, and they're playing catch up again against one of the most stingy defenses in the league. That is going to be the, the, the name of the game for them is feed McCaffrey. Doesn't matter if he gets hurt. We're going to give him the ball a thousand times. Short passing game. Don't put Purdy in bad situations. And keep Mahomes on the sidelines. There's a bunch of ways the game goes under. And nobody go out there and mortgage your house because turnovers can, can, can generate points. There's there are ways it can go over, but a lot like betting against Mahomes, you'll go broke this year with this San Francisco or this Kansas City team if you go around betting over just because they have Mahomes and Kelsey and Taylor Swift in the stands. That has not done it. They've been winning in spite of that this year. So yeah, the under, I think, is definitely the better play. And that's where a lot of sharp players are right now.
1: All right, we're going to hear more from Fat Jack, professional handicapper. Quick break. We come back. Let's find out what prop bets he's on heading into the big game right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN.
1: Welcome back again Fantasy Forecast. We're just about 30 minutes away from New York Game Day. Big Sunday Super Bowl New York Game Day show. Monty Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum. We're going to break it down. We'll hear from a 49ers guest, Kansas City guest, Rich Cimini, Jordan Renan. They're all going to pop on with us. But first, let's go back to Fat Jack and find out what prop bets he's going to be playing heading into today's game.
4: So third would be McCaffrey over 18 and a half carries. I think that he's going to, I think they're going to feed him him start to finish and I think there, there's good there's a lot of different ways if they get the lead they're going to feed him if they're behind they're going to they're going to give him the ball for most of the first half unless they turn the ball over and get behind look for McCaffrey to get as many touches he can possibly handle so I like over on his uh, carries I like um, the, the, tied, or the, the fullback to be over three and a half receiving yards I, again controlled high percentage passes they have two or three plays in their playbook where they get him the ball in the air, throwing him the ball out of the backfield. So I do think, that second for me, I think they're going to get him the ball at least once for more than three and a half yards. Um, and first first and foremost, I do like the um, field goal to be over 47 and a half or 48 yards. Both of these kickers are very accurate. I, With a low scoring game, you're going to have drives stall. And when those drives stall, both of these coaches, I believe, will see – points are at a premium, they'll take that longer field goal because they know that their defense, at least theoretically, should be able to hold up uh, if they happen to miss. So I think you're looking for a long field goal, multiple field goals, but you, you can drill down on one or two things and bet five or six different ways. Fewer points in the second half, more points in the first half, just based on what we know Kansas City has been in the second half and, frankly, uh, what they're going to try to accomplish. So I'm with you. The vibe goes under, the the grain script goes under, and uh, there's a lot of ways to get there any
1: are you going to dabble in any of the fun like the gatorade or reba mcintyre and you know how long over under the national anthem uh the first song for usher yeah. are are you gonna are you gonna do anything like
4: that yeah it's a celebration give me yeah as the first song for usher he's plus 225 so i do like Do you think he comes out with yeah it sets the tone he has um other people in that song that are going to be there, we know. So I think, yes, probably the first song that he sings. Uh, I've, been, I've missed on the national anthem. Marie McIntyre from Oklahoma. I should have a good uh, hand in her. 90 seconds is her number. She, is, she sang in a World Series, and it went like 84. She is not going to be overwhelmed by the moment. Her career is great, but she is pitching a new sitcom right now to NBC. And so I do think there might be a little bit, I need to stay in the on the stage a tiny bit longer. That I, I'm a little hesitant, but I would I would trend under with her. She's really down to earth, a, a lady that's not going to be overwhelmed or want to ex, uh, extend things to extend her career. If she wasn't pitching the sitcom, I would definitely say under for sure. Um, other, I'll tell you one within the game, and I need I've talked about this a bunch, but the uh, opening kickoff not being a touchback, you're getting about two fifty to two seventy five on that, so it's plus money. They use a commemorative ball to kick off. I've talked to NFL kickers about this before, but they use a different ball that uh, to start the Super Bowl. It immediately after being kicked off goes into the Hall of Fame. They don't play with that ball. It's a little heavier. Kickers will tell you it doesn't fly as well, especially if San Francisco kicks off first. I think this is it's good value that this thing will not be a touchback simply based on the physics of the football that they use and the opening kickoff of a super bowl. So, it's a little bit of a flyer but there's a little bit of, you know, science behind it as well.
1: And what what are the odds on that that it will not be a touchback?
4: You're getting 275 um, in the 260 to 275 range. So, bet 100 win 275 or so. And lately it's been a, it's been a touchback. So, even with that the kicker's adrenaline and moving the, the, the kickoff line up and, and them trying not to get a return has put the ball in the end zone more. But this is that what's a little bit of an anomaly that people don't know about. And so you're getting a little bit better money on that. The ball's not warmed up. There's nothing to that that makes it special. They're just kicking a ball that's going to end up in Canton by the end of the weekend. So it gives you a little bit of hope that, you know, they kick it a little higher, bring it out of the end zone. There's ways to uh, cash that ticket that most of the general public doesn't know about.
1: I love that. I love that. Uh, Jack, you rock as always. We're so, uh, you know, blessed to have you on each and every week. Uh, enjoy. So, so what, are, what are your, how long are you in Vegas? Where, are you going to watch the Super Bowl there? What, what are your plans?
4: Yeah, I'm here every, this is my 26th year here. I used to offer a deal that you make money with my picks in the year. I send you and a guest to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Um, as I grew, my processor shut that down. But I've brought, I've had parties out here for the better part of a quarter century um, I'll be here next year as well. I'm going to be here through Sunday. I don't think I'm going to game because I'm going to have basically have to It'd be a, a Toyota Camry and then some to take the people that I have. To <laughs> play. So we're going to go to a party, which we do every single year. And then Monday, I'm heading to South Florida to my boat. I'm going to sit there and bet on some basketball for a while. So um, but yeah, I'll be here through the weekend.
1: I love it. Uh, Jack, you rock. Let the folks out there know where can they get more picks, more plays as we get closer to the big game.
4: Yeah, 69 bucks. special. You get a predicted final score, best bets for the game, and the top 10 to 15 prop bets. All that's already gone out. At basketball, it's only 149. Go to fatjacksports.com. You're betting this weekend. I've hit the Super Bowl seventeen of the last eighteen years, and so my top play has. I typically you know, knock on wood, not find some wood, but I've done really, really well in the Super Bowl. I suspect we're going to have another winner, and there's a lot of added information on that as well. When you go to fatjacksports.com.
1: All right, again, I want to thank Fat Jack, professional handicapper, fatjacksports.com. That's where you can find him for joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. When we get back, I will have for you my favorite, my base. EFS lineup heading into today's game. So stay tuned for that. Just moments away from New York Game Day as well, right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Is it a celebration? Is the Super Bowl. Do you guys feel? You guys think that the Super Bowl is bigger than like the World Cup Championship, the World Cup no. Final?
3: No, we can stop there. It's not bigger than the World Cup. No,
1: <laughs> I knew Harvey was going to say no. I mean, what still. are we no, doing? No, Harvey's a huge soccer fan, so uh, I, I I set that up
2: on a global scale. Absolutely, World Cup is a lot bigger in terms of what I think America like tunes into more. I'd probably say the Super Bowl.
1: Uh, don't you guys feel like don't you feel that the Super Bowl Monday tomorrow needs to be a holiday? I know I say this each and every year I, I truly I, I truly believe it it, it should be I, I don't understand uh, or why the Super Bowl isn't played next week because next Monday is president's day.
3: So you want you want to talk about this game for a third week?
1: No, no okay, just, so then uh, maybe start start the season a week later. Uh, so it ends on the Sunday before President's Day, so people could have that Monday off. You know, they they've done studies, and work productivity is down by like eighty uh, percent on 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 the Super Bowl Monday following the Super Bowl.
3: You know what that means?
1: Yeah, everybody's hungover, tired, or they're standing by the you know water cooler or you know Keurig coffee station. Talking about the game.
3: Sounds like these space, these places need better 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 workers.
1: No, they don't. I don't Jeez. know.
3: Eighty percent is not better
1: better workers. Yeah, what are better we doing? Workers. You know, I, 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 I'm it's it's interesting, right? So many people now are working from home. Right. So many people are working from home now. So maybe that's I don't know. Maybe that's not the case.
2: Maybe know. that'll benefit everybody then.
1: I don't know. Um, I'm working tomorrow. I'll be uh, I'll be back on bet tomorrow talking about, uh, you know, the reaction from the game. And I'm sure we'll be looking towards some future bets, uh, you know, who who's favored to win the Super Bowl next year, all the all the things. Um, so there's that. Um, anyway. All right. We got a few more minutes left in this show, which is called Fantasy Forecast. Um, before we kick off New York game day, money Tumor. Right. I'm sorry. Tom, uh, one more time. So we have a Amani and I for the first hour, and then Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us for the last two hours. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So Mike Tannenbaum uh, pulling double duty. He's all over Sports Center right now as we speak, and we'll be there until 9 o'clock, and then he'll join us from 9 to 11. So uh, so uh, along with wagering on the game, over, under, the all the prop bets and everything, uh, you could put in a DFS lineup. So... As always, I like to have a base DFS lineup and I, I, I roll with this DFS lineup based on the, uh, game script that I'm anticipating. Okay. And, and another thing, um, so, and, and I should have said this. So whenever I wager on a game, I do a deep dive into that game and I try to predict how that game is going to play out. And then I pick my prop bets based on that. And how I think this game is going to play out with the Kansas City Chiefs is I'm expecting a huge rushing attack on both sides. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, I think Andy Reid, and he has been very committed to running the football with Isaiah Pacheco and the San Francisco 49ers, their rush defense is their weakest link on their defensive side. In fact, ever since they traded for Chase Young, they're allowing 5.3 yards per carry, especially through the interior of their defensive line. And that's where Pacheco loves to run. So the matchup is there for Pacheco. So I've got Pacheco as my captain of my same game, one game DFS lineup. So what does that mean? It means uh, for folks out there, maybe you don't play DFS. It means that you get, you get extra points times one and a half extra points for what that player does. So I'm, I, li- I like Pacheco. I like Pacheco so much. Listen, I-, I Kansas City wins. Mahomes wins another MVP. However, if Pacheco goes off and let's say rushes for like over, like let's say 150, 160 yards and scores two rushing touchdowns, I think there's a good chance that Pacheco could win the MVP. And you could get that right now at 25 to 1, by the way. So those are the two guys that I'm anticipating uh, to potentially win the MVP is... Mahomes and Pacheco. So my base DFS, I've got Pacheco as my captain getting times one and a half more points for whatever he produces. Okay? Then I'm just definitely going with Christian McCaffrey because I think, uh, again, that's how you go up against the Kansas City Chiefs as you run the football as well. I don't think Kyle wants to put it all on Brock Purdy's shoulder pads. Um, I think this is a huge stage for Mister Irrelevant and a second-year player, so I think that they're going to try to establish the run. And Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey, and I think he's going to have a solid game. And he's also utilized in the in the passing attack. So both those dudes are are twelve thousand dollars. Okay, um, on on your DFS lineup, then I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Then I'm going to go George Kittle, and you could get George Kittle at sixty four hundred dollars. Why am I going Kittle over Casey? Kelsey, because Kelsey's 15.3. I, I'm, I'm sure Kelsey is going to have a solid game, but I think this is going to be a much more difficult matchup for Kelsey than it was against the Baltimore Ravens. The reason I like Kittle is that the Kansas City Chiefs play more man coverage than any team in the NFL. And, Travis, and, and George Kittle is one of the best tight ends in the NFL against man coverage. So I think Kittle, also I think Spaggs is really going to be coming after uh, Purdy. And I think he's going to be looking to get the ball. to. He's going to be looking to get rid of the ball quickly. And I think Kittle is going to be targeted a lot. So I'm going to use Kittle in this DFS lineup. Again, over four and a half receiving receptions. And I want to say his, uh, his receiving total is maybe 39 and a half, I think. So I'm going to go over receptions and over receiving yards for Kittle today. We'll get into those a little bit later on in New York game day. But so that's why I'm utilizing George Kittle more so than Travis Kelsey. I'm also going to use the Chiefs defense because I think they, they walk away with definitely one, if not two interceptions off of Brock Purdy. Chiefs secondary is ridiculously good. Um, and also I'm going to go Butker, the Chiefs field goal kicker. At $5,000, I think there's a possibility that Butker is going to have four field goals in this game. These are two defenses that have been excellent uh, in the red zone and in in the postseason. Kansas City, not great in the regular season in the red zone, although the second half they they have been. Their second half under has hit 80% of the time this season, and it's only gotten better here in the postseason. So I, I'm, I think Butker is going to have a big game. And so I also like over one and a half field goals for Butker today. Um, so I'm using him at $5,000 and I'm using the Kansas City Chiefs defense at $3,400, which leaves $600. Okay. So um, So again, just to recap, this is my base DFS. Pacheco as my captain. McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle, Butker in the Chiefs defense. Okay. Uh, some other guys that I'm going to substitute in. Um, I like uh, I like Noah Gray today. And so let's say I'm going to, I'll remove Butker and I'll remove the Kansas City Chiefs and I'm going to put Noah Gray in. Noah Gray is tied in two. Andy Reid is playing a 12 personnel, which is a two tight end set. of the time. And if Travis Kelsey is going to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, priority number one or priority number two for the 49ers, then it's going to open up things for Noah Gray. I wouldn't be surprised. And by the way, Noah Gray has only dropped one pass all season long. That's it. One pass all season long. So, um, So I wouldn't be surprised if Noah Gray walks away with four receptions, maybe 30 yards, and finds the end zone. Okay? So if I put Noah Gray in for the Kansas City Chiefs defense, then it leaves me more money where I will substitute Rasheed Rice for George Kittle at, at 7600 I still have $1,000 left. To play with, so then it would be Pacheco um, as my captain, McCaffrey, Mahomes, and then I would go Rasheed Rice, Noah Gray, and Butker. I-, I feel really strongly about Butker. I think Butker's, and by the way, this they're indoors, Allegiant Field. I want to say Butker is he hasn't missed a field goal uh, at Allegiant Field, and they've played there four times. And um, inside, no weather conditions to worry about, and he's just he's a complete beast. So uh, that that would be another like at the end of the day, I'm probably going to have anywhere between 10 to 15 different lineups. But I'm just sharing with you my two favorite lineups, and that is Pacheco as my captain, just because it's 12,000 as opposed to, you know, uh, more money for uh, for Mahomes, more money for Travis Kelsey, uh, more money for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, So you get more value to use as your, for your other flex plays. Uh, So that's how, that's how I'm playing it. Um, So hopefully that's helped you out and you will put in some DFS plays heading into today's matchup.